Today's sponsor is Audible.com, the leading provider of downloadable audiobooks with over 150,000 titles and virtually every genre of book. If you want it, Audible pretty much has it. So you can listen to audiobooks anytime, anywhere, on any device. Audible is offering It's That Episode podcast listeners a free audiobook, as usual, with a 30-day trial. So go to audiblepodcast.com backslash Craig Rowan to get this offer. And later in this episode, um, we watch a clip from Abbott and Costello. If you're a fan of Abbott and Costello or classic comedy, you can get Abbott and Costello Masters of Comedy on audible.com. It's over eight hours of classic radio bits and sketches from Abbott and Costello. So if you're a comedy fan but you've never really got into Abbott and Costello, why don't you do it for free on me? You go to audiblepodcast.com backslash Craig Rowan, C-R-A-I-G-R-O-W-I-N. And uh, why don't we get to the show? It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show they choose. We watch it, we talk about it, and we talk about a bunch of other crap. Today, I'm extremely excited. My guest is co-host and rock and roll drummer for the Staten Island Comedy Show, uh, host of Fred's Interesting Topics, and he will be uh, coming up in the fall hosting Fred's Pro Football Picks of the Week. Please welcome Freddie Kasha. Hey, how you doing, Rowan? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm doing very good. Wow, this is a, this is an old area that I uh, brings back memories, this area. Being in, we're in Park Slope Park right Slope, now. yeah. So you used to have a lady friend? Yeah, I used to have a friend. That well, I, I I met her on where we used we did the cruise ships um, all over um, you know in the Bahamas and stuff like that, and she was on the ship, and then that's how I met her. But she she lived in this area. That's great. I love the area. So this is a throwback for you. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So um, so you are for those of uh, listeners who don't know Fred, you're sort of a staple of the Staten Island. Uh, what would you say, public access? Is that is yeah, that- it's access. Yeah, but we you know we extended it to well it was only in staten island and then i um explored like you know manhattan and then we start you know well i was doing manhattan actually mm-hmm. before the staten island comedy show with fred's interesting topics and um then i told nevin i said nevin you got to get this show out to manhattan and nevin is the host of staten island right. comedy show yes he's the host and um and how we you know how we met was uh just in the studio, actually. I'm sorry, I got my phone. These phones never stop. <laughs> no worries. I got director Lou. He's at he's at the uh, music store right now. That's my director, my crazy director. You're a man about town, getting your show together. I yeah, understand yeah. that. Yeah, we're just getting things. You know, like to get a, a Y and adapter. You have the adapt. I have a lot of adapters, but they all broke on me. <laughs> I'm using so from. Uh, Doing so many different crazy shows. So how did you get involved with... Because I'm a fan of the Staten Island Comedy Show, and I met you through being a guest on the Staten Island Comedy yeah. Show. So how did you get involved with Nevin and uh, and all that? Well, we, we, we met a few times in the studio. Like, I've seen him and stuff. And then we were in the, um, we were in the, like, the uh, kitchen area where everybody, um, you know... Has coffee and stuff like Chin that. Chin Chin's yeah, Palace, yeah, Chinese yeah. food. You know, yeah, right. Chin Chin's Palace. Promote them a little more, <laughs> yeah. right? But um, and anyway, so he was talking to me, and I says, you know, I says, you, you know, he was talking about his stand on comedy show. I says, well, I says, I've been, I did uh, comedy, you know, I backed up a lot of comedians all my life, and I, 
I opened up the shows for them, you know. I says, I think I could add a little bit to your show and stuff, and it would be fun, you know, it would be something different, you know. I figured I'd get the, you know, play a little drums on there and, uh, you know, get that going again. So. Yeah, awesome, man. I feel like, uh, yeah, you you play drums. You're basically the, the music, the band for the show. Yeah. And you bring yeah. a little spice to it that's... Uh, Really awesome, a good yeah. energy to the show. For yeah, sure. yeah. Well, I just try to pick it up because it, you know, well, it, it, it's still at times you could it gets a lull and things happen, but you know you have to pick it up because you got you know you need excitement. Oh yeah, I totally. figured drums would be a, a good part of it. You it know? definitely wakes people up for sure. Yeah, so, I don't mean to. I don't mean to overpower yeah. people. It's just that I, you got to get something happening. You know. So, so for this episode of the podcast, what I've done is based on some of your interests and what we talked about uh, when we were emailing with each other, we're going to watch some clips uh, rather than watching a full uh, TV show because I feel like we've got a, a, we, a lot to show people who, who don't know about you. So right now, what we're yeah. going to do is we're going to watch a clip um, from the Staten Island Comedy Show, which is you introducing the show, Nevin doing a couple of jokes, and then you singing a little bit. So okay. why don't Great. we check that out? And then we'll talk about it a little bit. All right, good, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, live on Staten Island, it's the Staten Island Comedy Show with your host, Nevin Cummings! Ooh, Freddie Kasha, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome, everyone, to the Staten Island Comedy Show. We're going to have a great show tonight. And you know, Freddie, uh, you know, guess what? The God and the devil wanted to have a baseball game. Why? Yeah, they, they wanted to have a baseball game, but God said to, to the devil, well, you know, it's not really fair because I have all the good players up here in heaven. But then, uh, but then the devil said, oh, yeah, I got all the umpires. And we're going to start off with a musical guest. His name is Cookie, and uh, from the uh, Shooting Star Bear, right, Freddie? Shooting Star Bear, Cookie, and uh, he's performed all over the country with uh, with Freddie. Freddie has uh, performed with uh, big bands like uh, Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley, Diddley and uh, and, and Little Anthony, and Tiny Tim, right? Don't even mention. (laughs) Okay. Nice guy. So, without further ado. The Shooting Star Band, ladies and gentlemen. All right. It's a song called, It's a Beautiful World, A Wonderful World. Wonderful world. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, What a wonderful world. All right, cool. So, so that was you. Uh, this must have been from a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, this was about uh, that. Yeah, about a year and a half. Well, probably two years. Okay, year and a half. Yeah. Cool. So, when Nevin introduced you, he mentioned that you had played for a bunch of people: Chuck Berry, Chuck, yeah, uh, Tiny Tim. Any yeah. road stories from that? Oh man, a lot of a lot of road stories. Well, Tiny Tim, yeah. Well, let me see. Where did we play? Well, we played all. Oh, we were in. Actually, we we actually went up to um, where they had all the. Where was that Woodstock? 
Okay. He actually went and played around Woodstock area, one of these clubs that was close by Woodstock, and they wanted him, Tiny Tim. <clears throat> and the story was that we go up there, we're on the way, and we had to pick him up, and was, he was living in Manhattan. So we picked him up in Manhattan, and he, of course he brings somebody like uh, his ex there. Right. Um, What's her name? Yeah, like, I know who you're talking about. But the girl that was on the Johnny Carson show. That, that he married. Yeah, right? that he married on the Johnny Carson show. Well, anyway, so he brought this other girl, and she was, she was a, a nice-looking girl, you know, and uh, he was so just funny because he's so offbeat, you know. I mean, whether, you know, who, who, who knows what, he, what she sees in him, but he was, you know, it was funny to, like, just to see it again, you know. In, yeah, in, absolutely. In, a, in a, another decade anyway. But anyway, so we went up there and uh, we did the show and we, we were getting ready to do the show at this club. I was in the back, um, you know, just getting ready. I was uh, putting uh, my uh, show clothes on and he came, he was still back there. Then I went up to the drums and I was, you know, getting ready to introduce him and his manager comes up to me and says, Fred, he doesn't want to come up on stage. He's, he's, he's got stage fright. He says, he's a guy that's been on a Johnny Carson show. Sure. All over, you know, I never, you know, that's why you never know what goes through, you know, an entertainer. You know, there's a lot of entertainers out there, believe it or not, are very shy within themselves. Sure, yeah. You know, I mean, even I heard Michael Jackson, right? I mean, as big as he was, he was a shy yeah, person, yeah, he definitely. Know? Well, it seems like they probably had some stuff going on. From yeah, yeah. Well, that that too. But I'm just saying, like, you know, it, just because you're in the spotlight yeah, doesn't mean that yeah, you necessarily anyway, so always. I, I'm, in the spotlight. Fred, I'm like tiny. You got to come on. Stage. <laughs> he says, "Well, Freddie goes up." You know, he talked with that. He goes, ha, 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 I'm a little, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little frightened." I says, "Well, what's the matter?" He says, "I don't know. I just don't." I says, "Listen, tiny. I says you got to get up." Here. <laughs> I says, you got to. He goes, why? I says, because if you don't get up there, I'm not going to get paid. <laughs> Basically, you know, I'm trying to talk like him. So. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, he was a great guy. Though. He was a great That's person. great. So you would be in the opening band or what would you be? Or be, you'd well, be we op- yeah, we them? opened up the show for him. Like I announced uh, Nevin, sure. the way I announced Tiny Tim. And then we backed him up like but he played the ukulele so he went through and what was amazing about him he knew so many songs but he didn't know all of the song he just knew parts of the <laughs> song so he would go through like 20 songs and as a drummer you got to follow you know, to follow him or any instrument to follow him is crazy because he's like he'll go from elvis to um to a nostalgia song to a uh, frank sinatra song to the craziest stuff, you know. But anyway, but then there was another time. Okay, that's one incident. Then we another incident where we played in this club in Long Island. I was in Jersey. I had to go all the way to Long Island. I finally get to Long Island. We we go there, and Tiny didn't want to go in. I said, what's the matter? He says, oh, they're throwing it. They were throwing tulips. I got to shut this phone off completely. <laughs> that's the rectaloo again. Sorry about that. No problem. Decline, decline, decline. He's still trying to get a wire. You believe it? <laughs> I do. Actually. Welcome to the world of, of showbiz. <laughs> uh, looking for a wire. That story of my life, right? Freddie Kasha story. Oh God, that's all you do is look for wires. <laughs> um, so yeah. you, so he doesn't. Uh, Tiny Tim doesn't want to come on. Tiny Tim, yeah. So no, well, he didn't want to. 
Well, he was he he had a different show that night. He mm. wanted to do an Elvis thing, and then and at the end, flop on the floor. So he's trying to explain it to me. He says, "Fred, I'm going to do this thing." Blah blah blah. I'm saying, "Tiny, whatever you do, it's not going to matter anyway because the people are going to flip out what you do it." I said, "Just waddle on the floor like a duck." Do what right, you right, do. right. So that's what he did. <laughs> we did like a uh, you know a whole segue of different Elvis songs. At the end of the show, and then he waddled like a duck, and uh, make a long story short, it was great. And then they threw tulips on it, you know. The, yeah. It was a flower child. That's what, you know, anybody that, you know, not from that era, they wonder what Tiny Tim was all about. He was really, he represented the flower child, the hippie right. of, of that era. That's what, that's what made him. He was like one of, one of the rare breeds left. Yeah, know? absolutely. You mentioned, um, when I asked yeah. you what, what you were a fan of, you said that you're a big fan of Jackie Gleason. But I figured that we would watch uh, a clip from The Honeymooners okay. uh, showcasing Jackie Gleason. Yeah, I mean, I, I must have watched every one of these shows a million times. But the the reason why, uh, I mean, I, I actually, that became my language growing up in, oh, yeah. in high school, in junior high school. I, I always mimicked things in school and people thought I was crazy, like, you know, like the teacher would go oh something to me and i'd go whoa it looks like rain tonight and everybody said this guy's crazy he's nuts (laughs) and then they realized when they started i says well watch jackie gleason you'll see i'm not crazy this is really this really you know these these it came from this show so you're always referencing the honeymooners but they were like i don't know is this guy crazy a lot of people didn't know where it was coming from right but so right now we're gonna check out a clip this is the classic honeymooners golf scene where he's uh where they're address the ball address the ball so let's check it out there's nothing wrong with a club it's the way you swing at the ball you just don't swing at it ordinary like you gotta do scientific like like it says here in a book let me read no time to do it by the book i only got two days go ahead go ahead What's it say in a book? How <laughs> are you getting smart? <clears throat> to Emily, whose slice inspired me to write this... God damn! Read the instructions. <clears throat> the golf swing. First, step up. Plant your feet firmly on the ground and address the ball. Wait a minute. What do they mean by address the ball? How should I know? That's what it says here. Well, read a little further. Maybe it explains. Uh, oh, that's, that's all it says. Address the ball. Wait a minute. I think I know what it means there. Here, give me the club. Step up. Plant your feet firmly. Hello, ball. So let me ask you something. Yes. Who does Norton remind you of? Who does Norton remind me of? Nevin Cummings? <laughs> you're That's, the you're you're he's the Norton yes. to your Jackie Gleason. In a way, yeah. Is that that's, how you feel that's about how, that's well I'm just saying that was my first impression of how I felt about Nevin when I because a lot of people they look at Nevin and they say, Wow, he you know, he's a corny, you know. But I knew, I knew just by the way his actions were and stuff that he really wasn't like that. And it turned out I was right. You know what I mean? He was just, he just had the Norton, he had the Norton uh, way about it. Yeah, he's got that Norton gene oh, flowing perfect. through his yeah. body. 
Absolutely. And it's amazing how we clicked off because of that. You know, we really never. Yeah, you definitely have a rapport with each other. Yeah. So you've been working with uh, Nevin for how long? About, I'd say about nine, nine and a half years. That's a long time. Yeah, something like that. So have have you seen that, you know, actually the Honeymooners only existed for 39 episodes. I don't know if you know that, but only like one season, which is insane. Get out. That's Yeah. That's it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought they, I thought there was a lot of clips that they... They had the best of. They had. They had. I mean, it I've was, seen a lot. I'm sorry. There were sketches before it was a TV show on like Jackie Gleason's own show, and then throughout the oh, years right. they would revisit it or bring, you know revive it. Yeah. But for the classic series, it was only 39 episodes. So you guys have done more stand on comedy shows, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Than, so we got a couple of classics. We just need somebody <laughs> to edit them. Um, so when you also you were saying when you were a kid you would quote the Honeymooners. Do you remember any specifics from your child like of a uh, like why you love this show so much when you were watching it well no well yeah i mean it was it was just you know like things like that like what norton would do well you got to dress the i mean that is so hilarious but there's people that they don't there's people that don't think that's funny right you know it's just that there is millions of people that's that's why this business that we're in entertainment business is so crazy is you could get 20 million people that I think that's hilarious and then you get maybe another 20 million that don't even laugh. Right. So, you know, I'm just so actually, well, it's personality, you know. Sure. That's what I that's why I adapted to Nevin. Right. And that's why I adapt to people like Nevin or like Jackie Gleason or like these comedy people because that's what uh, grasped me. You know. Are you ever on the other side of the 20 million people when you're, you're doing the set on comedy show and there's a comedian or performer that you're not into? What do you feel? Yeah, there's <laughs> been, yes, there's been, I, I'd be lying if I said no. <laughs> I mean, there's people that, you know, they would say, oh, he was hilarious. I'd be like, well, you know, whatever, you know, but I, you know what it is? It, with with that, what you're saying is it's true, but you 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 get to like all the performers, whether yes. they're good, bad, or otherwise. There was a guy that came came in that he didn't make no sense at all, and I I I made it into a you know like it was funny, so the people would you know what I mean. I corresponded with them to make it make it funny. Right, you know what right, I mean. I right. try to bring it along, like even though it was so bad, you make it good. You sure, know, you yeah. reverse it. It's hard to do, but... Well, that's the, you know, the art of being a host. Yeah, or, or there's the other part where it just goes to the bottom of the <laughs> bottom, and then there's nothing you could do about You're, it. It's you just, just a gotta, train wreck. Yeah. You just got to fall down. You know, it was a guy... Well, listen to this. We, we, we did a show, right? We went to the... Me and Nevin went... We had a brainstorm to go uh, at Christmas time to go see the tree, and we would take our community badges, and we'd walk up and see if we could get El Broker and all of them and hang out with them and interview them and stuff. You know, we're crazy community people. Sure. You know, and then I don't care. I'll talk to anybody in the business. I, I, I've been around professional, you know, the, the top people and the, and the big-time pros, so it doesn't matter. You know, I interviewed, you know, Fran Dresch. I interviewed all of the major people, you know? So it, it was no... Bit, but anyway, getting back to it, I said, all right, so... Like a nut, I follow Nevin, and I'm go up there, and uh, we get almost to the tree, and uh, anyway, we took the footage of all that, so we took all that footage and we put it on our Christmas show that we were trying to make in the B Studio. So we did all of that. We had a, a comedian come on, we had a few guests come on. So anyway, the, the sh- make a long story short, the show 
went over. We did it like an hour show, and we put it on. <laughs> we put it in New York, and we, you know, all of a sudden one night, this is this is kind of funny. Well, it's hilarious actually. I'm I'm half asleep, and I get this phone call, and I pick it up. I says, "Hello," he says, "Is this?" Is this the Staten Island Comedy Show? Uh, is your name Freddie and, and Nevin? Or, I said, yeah. He said, I'm watching the show right now. It's like a car wreck. Oh, it's like a train wreck. I can't stop watching it. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what happens, you know. You try to put together a show, and sometimes it is a train wreck. Sometimes it works. Most sometimes of the times it, it is. But Wait, so who is calling? Who was it on the phone? Some guy that was watching it from New York. And how did he get your number? Oh, it was on the... Oh, it was on the car, on the car or something. Or he called the studio. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how we got it. But he, oh, we put it up. We put the number up to call. Well, you stuff. know what? If you can get a listen to reaction like that, you're doing something right. Yeah, but it, it, that that that. See, now you could take that as a as a insult, but I took it as as the hilarious. That's what. Norton and all that that's what it's all about spontaneous getting a feedback the bad that's why bad publicity sometimes is good publicity and good publicity sometimes bad you know you don't know um so right now we're gonna watch another uh uh duo that you mentioned was Abbott and Costello yeah that was a great they were a great duo but they had like they like um Jackie Gleason they had their moments of bad shows too. Sure, of course. Well, especially yeah. in the early days of TV, a lot of this stuff was either live or you well, know, right. I mean, for the most part. So if something didn't work, it didn't work, and it, it just work. exists. It's just exists, right? So it's a really. It, they actually did a lot of these shows, like we do the community shows, like the you know the shows that we're doing. So, so this um, this is Abbott and Costello from the uh, Colgate Comedy Hour, and this is them doing another classic bit. And baseball. Who's on first? And this is your sports interest, too. So well, here's... Yeah. Let's check this out. Hey, all those people going to be at the game today? Certainly. Oh, this is going to be a whopper of a game. Well, it should be. Hey, Evan, I understand they made you the manager of this year Colgate team. Why not? So you're the manager? I'm the manager. Well, you know, I'd like to know some of the guys' names on the team, so when I meet them on the street or in the ballpark, I'll be able to say hello to those people. Why, sure, I'll introduce you to the boys. They give them funny names, though, Lou. Oh, I know they give those ball players off of funny names. Now, let's see, on the team we have, uh, who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. You the manager? Yes. You know the guy's name? I should. Well, then tell me the guy's name. I say who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. You the manager? And then, yes. You know the guy's name? I'm telling you their names. Well, who's on first? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The guy playing first base. Who? The guy on first. Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I'm asking you. <laughs> I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. You ain't telling me nothing. I'm asking you who's on first. That's it. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first base. That's his name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who is on first? What are you asking me for? <laughs> Keeps going and going, but it gets... It never stops. It, it's amazing. I wonder who the who the right is. For the, the well, what I have heard of this because I think that this uh, classic "Who's on First Bit," from what I understand, sort of came out of vaudeville. So I'm sure that it originated sort of an amalgam of people, and then as they worked on it through the years, other people helped them oh, out see, on that's it. Inter- that's interesting. I didn't think of it that way. I thought maybe like you know the way they have writers for SNL and all these you know that they just. You know, he just packaged it for that particular. Yeah, artist. I don't know. I, I, I unfortunately, I'm not yeah, that, you don't know that, that knowledgeable. Right. Well, but yeah, that's a classic. So, did you watch Abbott and Costello when you were a kid too? Oh man, I, I see that episode. I must have watched that when I was between, <laughs> I don't know, between ten and and thirty. I must have watched it about 
200 times. Wow. That particular episode. All, all of them, at, at least, well, I'm, maybe not 200. I don't know, but a lot of times. So now, so you watch these uh, these episodes. It seems like you've always been interested in comedy. So when what was the first like time where you either started performing drumming or comedy or sort of brought your, your passions well, no, to... we started out in the music. I started mm-hmm. out in music. But before, I used to get up in front of my family and stuff and just do, you know, act like a a jerk, <laughs> you know, and, and my family used to be a good, I felt that, you know, and that's, that's what strived me, I guess, you know, over the years that that's what I wanted to be, but I was very shy, very, I mean, I, I would take my drums, when I started learning drums, I would take them in the back, I wouldn't come out until I really thought I was good enough to show somebody, you know, right. whereas some, like I see people today, you know, young kids and they're like, they're showing Oh, I play drums, but they really can't play. You know, it, it, but uh, you, whatever. But I'm just saying, there's some people that'll they're outgoing like that, but they, you know what I mean? They right. can't play, and they don't have the skills yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just, it's just. I guess you don't. It's the failure, you know, of of when you're doing something like this. You know, that's sure. why I give credit to comedians and stuff. Even if they fail, it's just the fact that they had the the guts to do it. You sure. Know? And and and. And try to make it happen. And then, of course, eventually you 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 do get into a rhythm. Sometimes, not all the time, but you you know, if you really want it, you really love it, and you really want to make people laugh, you find a niche to it. You know. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's why your guys' show is so great. Is it definitely is giving people vo- yeah. people who are work like I've been watching, uh, and like sometimes it's the person's first time ever doing stand up. Yeah. Sometimes it's one of their first times, and it's like a cool showcase for that type of yeah. Type it's a of showcase, thing. right? And that's what. But then you get the people like, oh, that comedian was terrible. You know, yeah, I hear that all the time. Uh-huh. In my head, I says, but what about the rest of the show? You know, all they know is the bad. They don't, right, they, you sure. know, what I'm saying which you can't blame them. There, you know, to sit in front of a TV if you can't, you know, if you can't entertain them. For the whole time, they're going to click, especially today's world. Oh, yeah, totally. So you have, to, you have to really zoom. You really got to tighten up your ship. You know, that's yeah. why. And now we do an hour show with the comedy show. That's why I didn't think it was going to work. And it, and at times it didn't work. But no, that's why, you know, I tried to add as much as I could. But even with the adding, there's still a lot of space. That's in a it, lot of time. You know? An hour is yeah, a, lot of time. a lot of time. No commercials, too. No commercials. That, that's it, too. Right? <laughs> that's it, too. All right. And right now, so we're also, you're obviously a drummer. We're just talking about drumming. Yeah. Right now, we're going to check out uh, another classic clip. We got some classic clips today. This is The Who on the Smother Brothers wow. uh, Comedy Hour in 1967. That's so this cool. is sort of an infamous clip. Because, as we'll see at the end, Keith Moon basically blows up his drums. Yes. So yes, uh, yeah, let's ch- let's check this one out. All right. All right. Why don't you all fade away? Don't try and dig what we all I'd like to borrow your bass for a minute. I don't, I don't have a 
face, I'd give you a band-aid. Well, one of the biggest disasters, uh, not actually of last season, I, I, this is a very hard transition from that explosion. I, I wish you'd bear with me. One of the uh, biggest events uh, of the season last year was a television production of one of America's great modern tragedies. You just saw another one. Yeah, pretty amazing. So, you you know that, uh, Rowan, I know, I know you don't... You, you never played music, right? You know? I played bass a little bit in okay. college, yeah. But you know that none of that was live playing, right? Right. Yeah, you know. Well, that. well some of that's... I, I don't know. No. Is that, his singing was... No. Are you sure? Positive. I might none beg of, to differ. I might beg no, to differ no, in that instance. No, they, but what happens is they play that... They, they play it live... They do it in a studio, mm-hmm. and it's and it was a lot, a lot of bands, especially on TV shows. Mm-hmm. It's very hard... To get a good sound in a TV mm-hmm. uh, studio, studio, right? So what a lot of bands do, they either they either play to the tr- play to the music, right? Or they like, or they just do it. Um, they sing to it, and then they have the tracks. Mm-hmm. But very rare is it live in a studio. I mean, that definitely was not live. That okay. was all in that, you know. That, was, but it's great. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's a, but it, it's entertaining. And at the time, that was that was something. Different, you know? yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Well, it, to me, they fooled me, but uh, yeah, yeah well, they, I fool, they, they, they fool a lot of people. <laughs> uh, but they, uh, for those who are listening who couldn't see it, basically they started smashing all their instruments, and and the bass drum right. for the drum set explodes. And I think the story behind it was that they told, like, they were planning on sort of d- doing a small explosion or something. And Keith Moon said, like, just pack it with, you know. TNT or whatever yeah, with that yeah. whatever explosive right. and it, and Pete uh, and uh, Pete Townsend like I think lost some of his hearing because of that. Really? That's yeah. well, that's what I've heard. Right. But uh, were you so you were you a big fan of uh, the Who or Keith Moon as oh, a drummer? Oh, I loved. Yeah, I loved. I mean, I was in. Um, well, now I, I I appreciate them that much more because I grasp music like now I got music down in mm. my. I mean, I, I still I still growing, but. but you know, I'm at that point where I'm at a at a pretty high level mm. as far as you know um, what I know about sound and what it, you know. I just developed a better ear and and but yeah, no, they 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 were way ahead of their time. Yeah, they're way geniuses. Ahead of their time. Yeah. yeah, the fact that that's 1967 whole, is amazing. Y- yes, all of them. They, they they just there's there's very few that were at that level. But what I mean by few, if the, you had ten bands. And you named them. That's how many there are that are at that level. The rest of them, go, you know, go down and down from there. You sure, know? yeah. I mean, that's a superstar band. Oh, absolutely. You know, yes, is a superstar band. Um, uh, Led Zeppelin is a superstar. I mean, there's there's, there's different between superstar, great, and good. Right. <laughs> that's the difference. Where are you at? Well, oh, you mean as a as a musician, <laughs> as a bet? Well, I, I'm, I'm just kind of. I, 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 I don't mean to put you on the spot. I, I'm just. I, you know what it is? I I write music like you know, and I and I you know I have a couple of songs out there that I you know that I I like a lot that I've done. I mean, maybe I could. I'm trying to create them to a, a level that I'm happy with them. Sure, a few yeah. of them, I've, I've got them to that level. I I think they could go even a little higher, but you know. And do you work with a lot? I know there are a lot of musicians on the set on comedy shows. Are there any ones that you work with that you? Because uh, I've seen you play with musicians. Well, there's the a guy. Well, there's a few. I mean, 
there's a guy that's out there. He's a nostalgia more like he's like or Devito. Devito. He, you know, people. Some people watch him and say oh, they don't appreciate what he said. He's one of the uh, dying few that are out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's he's like a, a an icon. Like Tiny Tim was an icon. He's an icon that <clears throat> that's dying out. There's not many of them left. And he's, I mean, he didn't make it superstar big or anything, but he's one of the few that's keeping that alive, you know? And that's, that's what you gotta, and uh, you know, if you could, if you could explain that to the younger generation, generation, right? (laughs) To who? Like I'm, I'm, I'm working on a song right now. We'll get into music a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. I'm working on a song right now, but I haven't, I haven't gotten it yet. But, um, like when I, I'm, I'm in between now with my music and style and everything between the island sound and my generation and this generation. And all I'm trying, I want to bring out, like, you know, the name of the song that I'm working on is called, and this is, this is on the record, so. Okay. But it's called, uh, hopefully, by the time, the, before I go and I'm out of this generation, um, that. This song will be out there, but um, live your life. So it's live your life the way you want to be. Like, you know, it's it's basically live your life the way you, you want it to be. Like, you know what I mean? Not So don't think because somebody else is doing this way that take in everything and live your life. You know what I mean? It's not meaning that, you know, you're going to be don't be a bum. I'm saying, but live your life the way you want to be. Yeah, there's a lot of kids, young kids. In this generation that I see that are lost, you know, and it's it, it'd be great if artists, hopefully like me and, and artists like DeVito was, was an icon, if we could just bring that back out to them and see, and see that it's a very simple life. It's not... It's not a complicated life, you know. Everybody brings in, you know, oh, the gays and the and the, and the, and the, and the, uh, the um, you know, the black and the white and all of this. It, it all is together. It all is part of our life, whether it's whether 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 you like it or not. It's part of our life. So take it in, enjoy, and and bring out what you feel is the right thing to do, you know? I can't wait to hear that song. It's called Live... Yeah, but I didn't record that yet. <laughs> I, but I'm I excited it for it to exist. I have, I, I'm working on it. It's in the brain. But I have other gonna... songs like How Can It Be? I was, in, I was in the islands. I was in Jamaica. I was on this piano, and I was like... I was thinking, wow, how can it be so easy and free? Take me to this place where I can get along. Take me to this place where I could get along. Riding a wave on top of the world. Like... You know, and it really, at the time, I didn't even know what the hell I was talking about. It was your subconscious. It was my subconscious was telling me, you know, take me to this place. I want to be at this place. I don't want to be in the, in the, in the, you see, that's what, that goes back to this generation of kids that don't know what's going on. It's like they, they, they have no escape, but the escape is to stay simple, live your life free and, and just, you know. Be ha- find things that'll make you happy. Absolutely, and that's it. So now we're gonna check out um, from your. I think this is from Fred's interesting topics. Is this yes. correct? The name of my show is Fred's interesting topics. But I have like you know, there's um, modeling shows that I do. I I do a, a show. Uh, Roberto always calls me up to go there and 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 videotape them. Uh, well, I have a cameraman that comes in, and I interview the models. I interview people that are, are there that want to bring themselves out, maybe to be a, a, 
you know, an actor there or something that wants to be on the show. You know, so it's, it's just like a, a live reality show. Mm-hmm. I've done this for 20 years now. I've done, you know, like people say, oh, the reality shows. I've been doing reality for the last 20, <laughs> 25 this years. This is where it came from. I mean, my own style of it. But sure. it's basically, it's people just acting themselves or being themselves and just bringing them onto the Bringing them onto TV. Giving them a a voice. Giving them a part, yeah. So let's check out this clip. All right, everybody. We're here in Brooklyn, New York. And we're doing a modeling show. We got Marissa over here. What's your name? My name is Prince Adonis. Okay. And Julie. And Julie. Prince Adonis. So... All right, so you just did a reality show, huh? I did. Last year, I actually was on a dating show with George Lopez. Uh, George Lopez, I'm sorry, called "Take Me Out," okay. and that was that was very interesting. Thirty girls to choose from. I went home with no date. Oh, <laughs> well, at least you got a good gig, anyway, right? Hey, absolutely. That's what counted. I got a lot of exposure. I got nine million viewers to watch me, so oh. I was good. Yeah. So, how could they get in touch with you on? Well, you can get in touch with me by Prince Adonis if you just Google me. My Facebook, my fan page will, will come up. And then also I have my own website called www.wix.com slash Prince Adonis slash Prince Adonis. That's your name, Prince? Prince Adonis is my talent name, correct. Oh, all right. Yeah. Prince Adonis, yeah. everybody. And we got the model here. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? So uh, what do you uh, what have you been modeling? Are you going to model the Wicked? I'm modeling Wicked tonight, yes. Wickedstore.com, right? And uh, so, have you done them before? I've never done this one before, but I have done other fashion shows. Oh, cool! Yes, cool. yes. Right. And what do you what do you got coming up next? Coming up next, I'm working with Stay. It's actually a bathing suit company. Uh-huh. It's gorgeous. She does all her own stuff. We're doing it on a yacht, so it's gonna be very exciting. So, how do you like uh, you? You said you have the show. You go to a lot of model uh, events yeah. and stuff. How do yeah. you get linked up with that? Well, it, like Roberta Thompson is is the, the um, she owns these shirts that she tries to she's promoting. She's doing actually uh, self promotion by going to uh, clubs and stuff and uh, just having models show them on stage and show them on my show and show them out there. If you watch the whole show, which this will be on on BCAT um, next week. No, next Tuesday. This Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Well, Tuesday just passed. Next Tuesday. But anyway, it'll be on um, on BCAT. And, uh, you know, it just showed... It has a ba- there was a band there that's really good, Catalyst. That's, what's, that's why I loved doing shows like this is because you're capturing the moment. Right. And a lot of, a lot of venues don't realize that. Basically, I should be hired by these people to... to do things like this because it's promotion. It's no, it's not just a promotion. It's that you're capturing the moment, right? You know, and they could turn back and say, "Oh yeah, that was my like Don Hills." It's gone now. I did. A, I have a show. I have two shows that I did from Don Hills, and one band was tremendous. I captured them. I captured. Other than that, it would have been gone, right? Don Hills. So you, all right, then people are gonna say, "Oh yeah, remember Don Hills?" I don't remember it. It's on my show. Well, I think right now we're going to do the last the last clip, which because you mentioned how can it be right? Was that how this, can it be? Yeah, this is that song. I didn't realize that you had written this, but this is at the end of the Staten Island Comedy Show. You oh, usually yeah, play you out with a song, and everybody in the yes. audience dances, which I think is awesome. So this is um, yeah, this is the song that I um, that I wrote in Jamaica on top of a mountain, and there was a piano there, and I started playing 
this crazy song, and then the words came out. Here we go. Okay, so Freddie Kasha, uh, Leandra Ram, take us out, and goodbye for this. How can it be? How can it be so easy and free? So yeah. I have one question in the tra- in the uh, video for how can it be or from the silent comedy show it says right. that you manage the artist Leandro Ram. Yes, Leandro Ram. Yes. So uh, yeah. do you manage a lot of music? Uh, music? No. Well, she it's just she's not um, just the music. She's actually an actress. She's she's there's a big story behind it. She's going to be on the Discovery Channel in um, I think October, or whatever, and well October November. I think it's an hour show, and it's all about her life, how she was born, and how she. But in the, in the interim, it shows the talent that she has and what what she went through and stuff. So it's a it's a reality story, but it's a it's really wild and how she got she got um, cyber stalked from being she was on all CNN. She was on big shows when she was young, and this crazy guy from Singapore. Um, started stalking her and the whole she for seven years she couldn't do anything and she's got a book out actually stalking a diva it's called and uh, it's a, it's amazing and and she's going to be hitting the hair she'll be hitting the airwaves you know in probably around November December a lot more it'll be worldwide like it's say it's going to be national so it's going to be all over the the show I mean Discovery Channel gets I don't know yeah totally it's out it's to huge. a lot of viewers so but anyway one of the songs the How Can It Be song um, they think they're going to they're going to um, play some of the songs that I recorded with her very cool. that I wrote you know I wrote this. Uh, other song, this uh, it's a holiday song, Christmas song. That's really cool. It's not like a jingle bell. It's more. It's got a great uh, uh, meaning behind it. You know, once you l- learn the word, it's like uh, who's on first, what's on second. <laughs> you know, but yeah, totally. Well, thanks so much, Freddie, yeah. for for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm obviously yeah. a big fan of uh, the show. Yeah. So, um, it, so is there anything else you want to promote before? Uh well, no, I just want to thank, um, well, my my big sponsor is AJC Advisors, which is my uh, my father's business and, and my brother's business, who, without them, the support of, uh, you know, backing us and stuff, you know, I mean, that, that, they're the main reason. People say, how could you do this and, and, and you know, do this full-time and stuff? It's, it is a full-time job between editing and doing this, and I, I, I couldn't... Number one, I couldn't do another job. <laughs> I don't think anymore. But I, I mean, I, I, I'll work as hard as I can at what I do, and and I'll, you know, I'll do whatever I have to do. But this is what I love, you know. 
It's awesome. Well, and, I'm uh, I'm a big fan. I'm I'm hope that uh, the listeners will check out the Staten Island Comedy Show, Fred's interesting topics, and uh, yes. and your football show coming up. Yeah, the football show is fun. It, it you know I I would air it in Brooklyn too, but the thing is, it's every week, so I pick the. Uh, the games, I pick the spreads of the game, what they're going to win by, and 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 stuff like that. So it's 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 not it's not just for the it's not for the betters or anything. It's more more or less to, uh, to talk about who's who, you know, do they deserve to be five point favorite over New England or Giants? You know, things like that. But we have fun. It's more of a comedy slash pro sports show you know right. i was hoping that the networks would pick it up but i don't think uh they would they actually do pick it up they pick up all my sayings like and stuff you know like i'll say things on the sports show and they pick them up and i hear them on a sh- i hear them like on what a- wow well sometimes i'll see ah the jets are bottom feeders and now they're saying they're calling they're calling the quarterback from the jets um what's his name uh What's his name? I even forgot his name. I'm trying to forget him completely. Mark. Uh, Mark Sanchez. Yeah. So I'm listening to a sports show one day, and I hear, oh, Mark Sanchez, he's nothing but a bottom feeder. I'm saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know. But stuff like that. Well, you know, they say that they pick up on even Saturday Night Live has to pick, you know, certain things up. They got it on the background. Yeah. Something's going to be picked up. It's in the ether. Yeah, it's in the ether. But everybody picks up on everything. It all comes down to the, basically your own um, your own being, you know. If they like you and they want to see more of you, to watch you. Absolutely. <laughs> if not, take care. We'll see you next show. <laughs> we'll see you next show. Um, well, thank anyway. you so much, Freddie. I really appreciate you coming. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Rowan. I, 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 this, is, this is great. I hope you're... Uh, Show keeps going out there in the airwaves. Absolutely. And, stuff, you know, and uh, love to come back, see you sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Freddie. All right. Thank you. If you don't believe, then you can see. If you can't see, then you won't believe. I'd like to thank my guest, Freddie Kasha, for stopping by. Uh, for making taking the time out from Staten Island, from doing his show to come do my show, I really appreciated Freddie, and uh, and I'd urge anybody who's a fan of it's that episode to check out Staten Island Comedy Show, Fred's interesting topics, and uh, Fred's uh, um, football pick show, which will be coming up as well. I DVR uh, Staten Island Comedy Show in Brooklyn. It's on Saturdays during the day, but you can just, you know, it's the technology now. We can figure out how to get it. I don't need to get You connect the dots, guys. I'm going to give you a little bit, but you figure it out. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you're a fan, leave a review on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at Craig Rowan or become a fan on Facebook uh, at It's That Episode Podcast. You guys are great. I appreciate it. Uh, how can it be so easy and free? How can it be so easy and free? Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos.